0: all right hello everyone welcome back to the podcast it's your host morgan gust this is that's all pod and today's episode is going to be travel tips part two but before we get into that let's go over some life updates nothing too crazy honestly i I'm just back in my routines, back to real life after my trip. I'm just kind of like settling back in, trying to get a lot done, get back on my like fitness workout grind. Um, And it's been fun. It's just been a good, chill week. I finally got back to therapy after three weeks off, and she always hits me. She hits me with the deep shit, you guys, and she's giving me homework, things to work on. And I'm like, okay, I get it. That's why I'm here, but a lot. Sometimes it's just a lot. And I'm like, can we take a little break? And then I took a three week break and I was missing her. So I don't know. Anyway, just, just on my therapy grind and really just trying to heal myself. Okay. I have been so disgusted with every man lately and I just, think I got a lot to work on still. Every time I think I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I could go, I could go for another relationship." And I'm like, "No, no you couldn't. You could not. Not right now." So I'm just really working on myself. I feel like I've been doing that for the last few months and I'm just still on that grind. So, I don't know, loving it. Also, just getting back in my workout routine. I'm trying to find a way to what well, I think I have ADHD. We know that. And so I, I tried to take ADHD tips and like work with them and implement them into my life, find tips and tricks that work for my silly little brain. And for me, like I said, I used to work out every morning, like in like January, February, I was working out every morning, going to the gym, and I got bored of that. And then I was kickboxing, but if I kickbox too much, I get bored of that. If I just walk, I get bored of that. So I think I have a little bit of a routine happening. Hopefully I can stick with it, but... I'm liking kickboxing on Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. Then I can go to the gym on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then Saturday is my day off. Sunday and then if I want to walk on Saturday or something, I can. So I don't know, this week I like kickbox in the morning one day, when walked a few miles on the treadmill, then I walked a few miles on the treadmill this morning, and then I'm gonna snowboard later. So I'm just like as long as I'm staying active every day, at least a two-mile walk. I feel so good and I hate that people always say that working out is good for your mental health and it releases all the little happy little chemicals. Well, they're right. And it's so annoying because now when I don't move or do something, I literally feel like I am so off. Like I just can't. My brain is like a little bit more sad than the days that I do get out and do something, you know? So I don't know. That's what I've really, really been working on this week. And if you haven't moved your body today, go do it. Take a little stroll. It is sunny out right now. Maybe it's not where you are. And also this is not even the day that this is released. So who knows what the weather is. But if it's sunny, go take a little walk. At least put your face in the sun. Embrace it. Embrace it, you guys. Anyway, the only other little life update is that the merch launched this week. Actually, when I'm recording this intro, because I recorded the episode last week and then just split it in half. And so I'm just recording the intro now. The merch is like 20 minutes away from launching. So I'm super fucking excited. And I hope that you guys grab some, grab a hat for yourself. There's only like, I think like 29 available. And so I just want to make sure that you guys get one if you want one and if you end up not getting, if they're sold out by the time you try to look or something, feel free to message me. I would love to get a little bit of pre- pre-order waitlist going for people that do want some. Also have some things in the works for a t-shirt coming soon, because I've had a few people be like, I love the idea of the hat, but I'm not a hat person, so I am trying to work on some t-shirts. I just, I'm really trying to build the community around this podcast, and I feel like At the beginning, I was really focusing on just like getting consistent with the podcast, it being a part of my weekly routine and just building it. And now uh, building it like I guess like in my for myself, like but now I'm like I want to build it into a community for you guys. Obviously, it was always for you guys. But the reason I started a podcast is because I wanted to talk and I wanted to share and I wanted to like put myself out there in that way but now that i've like gotten more used to that i feel better i feel way more confident editing the podcast getting it up like the whole back end of it i'm feeling a lot more comfortable with than i start than when i started and so now i'm like okay i want to genuinely build this community and so i started a facebook group if you're not a part of the facebook group go ahead and join it's literally called that's all podcast and it's just a place that you can literally share whatever I have been posting there a little bit about the merch updates, but other things just like what's the most exciting thing you have going on this week. Just trying to like create a community for you guys. If you have any questions you want advice from other people on, Um, I don't, I don't know, man. I just, I love being a part of Facebook groups. I feel like it's a really easy way to build community, especially as things build. Hopefully we can start hosting some in-person events and meeting up with each other and just really building this into something more than just online like I want it to be something where you guys can connect with each other connect with me you know the whole shebang so if you haven't joined the that's all podcast group on Facebook go do that also you know it but follow that's all pod on Instagram merch is coming if you haven't checked out the merch or want to see what the website's all about literally that's all pod.com it's like all the same thing so I feel like that's all I have for life updates um but I'm really excited about the merch I've been literally wearing my hat like every single day since I got it so I hope that you get one too or you even if I totally get it if you're not a hat person you don't want a hat that's totally fine just honestly go leave a five-star review (laughs) if you leave a five-star rating and review that is just as supportive if not more than buying merch so yeah I just any support you can give is amazing join the community I don't know all of it okay I feel like that's all I have for life updates. I'm done rambling on. We can get into the travel tips. We left off where I was talking about planning the trip in the last episode. And so I literally just cut that episode in half. We're just going to keep on trucking from where I ended there. And so I'm going to finish out talking about planning the trip. And then just lots more about going on the trip. Uh, Literally all the tips. So, okay. And before I keep rambling forever... I will just jump into the rest of the episode, and I hope you guys enjoy. I just took a water break and realized that the (laughs) video stopped recording, so to anyone that's watching our video, you're probably not watching our video because I didn't even record. Anyway, now we're moving into places to stay, so still planning. Time to think about, again, what is important to you? Or do you like to eat out a lot? So are you going to need a kitchen? Like, do you like to cook it at your Airbnb or your hotel? Like, if you... what Do you like a kitchen? Do you like to eat out? Do you like to cook at home? Whatever. Do you want an experience or do you want just a place to sleep? Do you have a set budget for how much you can spend on stay? Do you need a lot of space? Is there just one of you? Are there multiple of you? Think about all that. So if you're doing a hotel probably you don't really care about the experience you just need a place to rate, l- lay your head because you want to be out and about and doing other things um you probably don't need a kitchen because they're not going to have one in a hotel and when you're booking through uh, booking a hotel if you have chase again you can use your chase points to book if you're on a budget then just go cheaper like honestly like i i stayed at the best western in, in encinitas Literally, like, not that nice, but it was fine. Like, it's somewhere to lay my head. I had a king-size bed. It was technically... It was a hotel, but it was, like, you don't... It, it, was, it was a hotel, but, like, you enter outside, so kind of a motel. I'm not really sure. But, like, kind of old, kind of dingy. And I was looking at the, um, the reviews, and a lot of them were saying, like, kind of, like, musty. I just don't care. Like, I don't really care that much. I'm staying in a hotel. I'm going cheap. Like, I'm not, Not a $50 motel on the side of the road where you're going to get fucking murdered, okay? But I'm saying, like, if there's, like, a $250 hotel and there's a $120 hotel, just do the $120 hotel. As long as the reviews aren't terrible and you're in a decent place, like, it's fine. If you're doing, like, long-term hotel for, like, the week, definitely go a little, little nicer, like, so you're not in a nasty area. Just make sure you're in a good area. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I feel like hotels, you don't need something crazy nice, but... If you want to do an Airbnb because you're going more for experience, here's my here's my thoughts on Airbnb. If you're solo traveling like I have been doing, look ahead of time and save to a list. It, okay sorry I'm <laughs> trying to put my thoughts together on this because if you're gonna do an Airbnb, you can just book it okay? For me, what I've been doing, if you're a photographer, if you're a content creator, if you're big on social media, do this, okay? Look ahead of time and make a list. Like save to a list, a wish list of places that you want to go, okay? Um, And then the day of, the only way you can do this when you're traveling alone is if you are okay with being ballsy, doing it at the last minute, and potentially ending up with something that you don't like. So that sounds stressful as fuck, but for me it works. I did not book my Airbnb. Other than the first place in San Diego, I didn't book anything else until probably between three o'clock and like seven o'clock that day, like for that night. It won't always work out, which it didn't the last day. That's why I stayed in a hotel. But if you're willing to like be a little bit ballsy, if you love creating content, if you love taking photos if you're a photographer, like this is something that can work for you. If not, you don't have to listen to this part, but th- this is what I was doing. So look out a time, save it all to a list. And then the day of, look again at that list, see what's left, start messaging them. I do it at the last minute, the day of, because I feel like that works well when you don't know in advance that you want to go or where you're going to be. And then typically at that point, if they still have the night open, they're going to kind of take what they can get. There are assholes. There are assholes on Airbnb. There are hosts that are like, fuck you. We do not give out free nights. And you're going to hear a lot of no's. You're going to hear a lot of no's if you're pitching them. To get free nights so be prepared for that but if you pitch like 15 and you get one worth it worth it so worth it and so I'll do it at the last minute so that at that point they're still getting like they're gonna get something otherwise they could have nothing that night so that's usually how I get my yeses if I try to do it in advance like I tried to do it more in advance for the first Airbnb in San Diego and I ended up not getting any and I paid full price for the place that I stayed it was a little bit cheaper anyway so it's fine but I'm going to read you guys what I say in my message. Obviously, customize it to yourself. Obviously, like, don't do exactly what I say. Maybe do. I don't really care. Um, and know that this is not like a... like You will get no's. This is not going to get everyone to say yes. There are people that will say no because they don't need new photos. They don't care about content, whatever. But there are people out there that it will benefit. So, this is typically what I say. Hi there. And this one I said hi there because they had like a... Not an actual yeah the like business name and not like a personal name but I always personalize it so like hi, Brenda, okay, thank you in advance for taking the time to read this and for your consideration and working together. My name is Morgan and I am a wedding photographer and content creator living in Michigan on my business IG account which you have to say IG you cannot say Instagram because it will filter it Airbnb won't send it and be careful on Airbnb because if you are like sending shit like. If you're not sending this in a good way where you're like being nice to people, they will report you to reports and your Airbnb account gets banned. It happened to me like three years ago. On my business IG account, I have a very loyal following of almost 4K who love my work and all my travel recommendations. I also have a podcast, that's all, where I talk all things life and all my travels. The My audience is very loyal and loves to check out everything I recommend. So you guys better be checking things out because I'd be recommending stuff, okay? Okay. I love to partner with companies and brands that align with my lifestyle and brand. So partnering with Airbnbs are always a perfect fit for me. I've done collaborations with multiple Airbnbs in the past. So I'm familiar with deals like this. I am in the area very last minute tonight and I would love to trade a night of stay or discount on stay for this one. I said 15 to 20 new photos because their space was really big and it was really nice already. But usually I'll just do five to 10 because I'm like your space isn't that nice and it's not that expensive. And depends like what they're going to give me for a discount anyway um an organic mention on my podcast and ig reel dedicated to your place obviously this is outside typical airbnb regulations but after doing this with other hosts i've recommended i've discovered what a great collaboration it can be for us both thank you for your time and consideration and i look forward to hearing hearing back from you thanks morgan gust so that is what i say and then i just tweak a little bit depending um and i've been doing more research on like pitching to airbnbs and doing it more so in advance and more so like providing content for them to use on their social. So it all just depends. Like this is a place that they didn't have a social account, but they had a really good pictures already. So I can tell that they like value photos, but also I'm sure that they could use more. So he said, they ended up saying, hi Morgan, we would love to give you a discount in exchange. If we did one free night, would that work for you? And I was staying for two nights. So I was like, yeah, that works great. That that was like the easiest Interaction I've had typically, they'll either ask for my IG, Instagram, ask for my Instagram, ask for the podcast name so I can check it out themselves. I did have one lady that was like, "Yeah, I'd love to check out your stuff," and then I'll and if you could send me links to other photos you've done. And so when I used to, when I did this for the first time like a couple of years ago, obviously I hadn't done photos before, so I would be like, "No, like I don't know, but here's like my photos in general." um, just a lot of trial and error. You have to be willing to put yourself out there. You have to be willing to have people say no to you and feel kind of stupid and probably degrade you and make you feel like a piece of shit for asking. But when it works out, it works out. Um, I've also had people like the the guy in Fallbrook, um, 10 out of 10 recommend that place. Genuinely so nice. He does not have an Instagram yet. Um, but I think his Instagram is Tanner music. And so I'll be posting about them soon and tagging them. But such a cute little place. Obsessed with it. He had asked, like, do you have an IG or website I could check out? I shared it with them. He's like, I think we could do that. Ten photos would really help us. And then we talked um, discount. He ended up giving me fifty percent off. And the other thing is, sometimes at that point you have to be happy with what you can get. Is my work worth more than that? Yeah, yes. I charge five hundred dollars an hour. So like, it's I'm definitely not always I'm. It's not always worth it, quote unquote, for the money exchange. But it's worth it in the fact that I get a place that night. I get a nice place that night. I get it at a discount when I was planning on paying full price. Anyway, like it works out for me. So if you're alone and you're willing to do that and you are a photographer or a content creator of some sort, do that. Try that. But you have to be willing to not know what you're doing. For me, it gives me less stress to know to not know what I'm doing than it does to know what I'm doing, if that makes any sense. But if you're with others, you can still try to pitch, um, but maybe do it earlier, maybe do it weeks in advance and then kind of pitch them like content creation, like you're going to give them materials, uh, do a little bit of research on your own, figure that out how you want to do that, but it, the options are there. Um, and again, if you're with others and trying to save money, just scour for nice places with good reviews, but also be willing to go a little less nice. Like when my friends and I went to Florida, there was, it was me, my ex, three, three, my three roommates and then our friend, um our other friend, so it was like four or five, six of us, six of us. And there was one pullout bed, one real bed with one bedroom, and then a cot ca- and a ca- and a couch or something. So it was not the best setup. It was super tiny, but it was so cheap in a perfect area, literally a block from the beach. Like to me, the perfect area and like nice ish is better than perfect Airbnb and shit area. So just again decide what's important to you do a little bit of research figure it out um, if you have delta recently realized this literally last week book through deltaairbnb.com like you hook up your airbnb to your delta account you will get one sky mile for every dollar you spend which is so so cool if you're booking an, again if you're booking an airbnb for your family's going on vacation it's $1000 for the week for the house be like hey I'll put it on my credit or I'll put it on my delta um, account and that way you get the points. Just be willing to steal points from everybody. Um, the other place you can stay is hostels. I have heard great things about them, about certain ones. Um, I have a lot of friends in the industry or, like, travel friends who love hostels. I personally have not tried any. I thought about trying one in San Diego. I just haven't yet. I think if I go to Europe, I'd be willing to try a hostel. Also, like, the, the one I found in San Diego was super, super nice. And I heard really great things about it. But I just... I don't know, I haven't tried it yet. I feel like it could work in certain situations. I just didn't really want to do that, and I really wanted to like create content for Airbnb, so that was like why I ended up doing that, but that is an option. Um, okay. That was literally all planning the trip. Okay. (laughs) That was just planning it. Now we're getting into actually going on the trip. Okay. When you're on the trip, we're gonna run it back all the way to the beginning. Don't forget about flexibility. You are flexible when you're planning the trip. Be flexible when you're going on the trip. Stay cool, calm, collected. Things will go wrong. take my trip for an example. Things went south. Things went very south. But you will figure it out. No matter what happens on your trip, you're going to figure it out. It is not the end of the world, okay? Maybe it's something bigger. Maybe it's something you get in a car accident. Like What was happening to me felt pretty fucking big. No service. Can't move my car. Stuck. Don't know anybody. Can't call anybody. Have to hitchhike. Stuck in town. Like, that feels very, very stressful. Calling a tow truck, that feels stressful. There was a lot going on, but the fact that I was like, it will be fine. Like, it will be fine. I am staying cool, calm, and collected, and then I will get through it. Feel your feelings later. Maybe that's a little bit fucked up. Maybe if I told my therapist that, she'll be like, no, but that's what works for me. I will feel them. But I got to get through the situation. Like if you're a person who's constantly reacting like crazy to bad situations, like you're obviously not going to want to travel then because you're going to be like terrified of these situations. Like I think for me, it's way less stressful when I'm alone because however I react is the only reaction that I have to deal with. If I'm traveling with other people and I'm traveling with someone who's anxious and they're reacting in a very chaotic way, that's going to stress me out more. And that's just going to make the whole situation worse. I have had people that I have traveled with that they get very, very worked up when something goes wrong. Specifically, I make things go wrong often. I am a person who forgets things, who loses things, who messes things up. It is who I am. And I have accepted that that is a core piece of me and I'm okay with it. I work through it. I figure it out. But when I'm with somebody else who that like sets them off, that's not their fault technically it's also not my problem. Like if I was alone, I would just be working through this and figuring it out. So maybe for you, you are less stressed when you have people with you because then you like have someone to bounce stuff off of. And it can be helpful. Sometimes like when I travel with Lauren, love having her there because we can like figure things out together and we're pretty similar that like, we'll just kind of figure it out as it goes. I'm a little bit when I'm, I'll play mom a little bit more when I'm with other people, like specific, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like depending who you're with, you'll be a little bit more organized like if i'm traveling with my sister i just let her do everything because she's older than me so i'm just like do it and she's always like i don't know how you travel without me and i'm like because when i'm without you i just figure it out on my own shit goes wrong for sure but i just deal with it so for me i'm just less stressed when i'm alone and i can just figure it out by myself and like work through it because i'm like there's no one here to yell at me like i i and i don't want to yell at my, i don't want to get yelled at so i don't yell at myself and then i don't let anybody else yell at me i'm like i will figure it out i will solve the problem if i have to ask for help that's fine But I don't need anyone lecturing me. Like I did not call any family members until after I had hitchhiked, called Hertz, started to figure the situation out, called AAA. I didn't call anyone. Literally, no one knew what was going on until I had like started to figure things out. Because I'm like, I don't need your help, and I don't need you yelling at me. Not that my family's gonna yell at me, but like I'm the youngest. I just I'm I've developed that. We've all developed that. I just am like this, and then everyone's like, well. Uh, You need to put a tracker. Uh, There's a lot of things I need to do. But unless what you're saying is going to help me right this second, save it for when I get home. Yeah, let me then. Give me the advice then. Don't really care. But I don't need it right now. I appreciate it. Appreciate the thought, but save it because I'm going to work through this. And I did work through it. So, all that to be said, things will go wrong. Be prepared. But also stay calm. Okay? If you did choose to go to a further airport, and need to park your car, look into parksleepfly.com. I don't know all of the airports that they go to or that they work with. I know for sure they work at Chicago Midway because that's where I've used them a lot. And the fact is that if you book the hotel through parksleepfly, then you can get your night, like pay for your night of stay the night before, if you have an like early flight the next day or something. And then you can park your, your car at that hotel for free. So you don't have to pay for extra parking. All depends on like What works for you though if you have an airport where like you can park for cheaper maybe do that but if you if the parking is really expensive at your airport and you have a early flight maybe looking at that just all depends on your situation but looking to park sleep sleep fly if you know you have to get a hotel because then you can maybe just park your car there especially if you're gone for like a week and then if you're flying southwest make sure that you check in time which is 24 hours before southwest goes on first come first serve so if your flight is at 120 on wednesday at 1.20 on Tuesday, better have an alarm set, check into your flight on Southwest. And then that way it'll put you in like a uh, boarding order. So it goes like A, 1 through 60, B, 1 through 60, C, 1 through 60. And as long as you're like in the, between A and B somewhere, you'll be good to probably get whatever seat you want. Otherwise, you're going to end up in a middle seat if you're in like lower in the Cs. But that all just depends on how early you check in. So always check in as close to on time as humanly possible. Um... Then we're breaking it down into road trips and flights. If you're on a road trip, I don't have a ton of f- thoughts, I guess, about this because I have talked about road tripping before in prior episodes, like solo tr- travel, road trips, so you can go listen to those. But essentially make a I like to make a rough plan for my road trip. So if I know I want to be to this place by this day, okay. How many hours is that? All right. But then I leave wiggle room. I leave wiggle room. Uh, if it says ten hours, I'm planning for like thirteen. Because maybe I want to stop. I saw something cool. I want to stop. I wanna take pictures. I hit traffic, I gotta get gas a few times. I like to stop and go to the bathroom. Like, I don't like to, I like to be a little bit, I like to keep myself a little bit rushed on road trips just so that otherwise I don't putz around for too long. But, like, just give yourself a rough idea, know where you're trying to get to by what day. um, And then maybe estimate your gas cost prior so you have an idea. Obviously, with a flight, you know how much you're spending on your flight, but you wanna estimate your gas cost prior to see, also make sure it's like worth your time. Depends on where you're traveling. I like road trips when there's places I want to stop on the way. But even like in San Diego, I flew to San Diego, but then I still road tripped two places a couple hours away because I like to see different places. I like to stay moving. I like to do different things. You also need to be okay with not knowing where you're going to stay if you're just doing a free-for-all road trip. So like I did with San Diego, I knew that I wanted to get to Joshua Tree, Didn't care where I stayed in between. Ended up staying in Fallbrook. Halfway. Great. Um, Did not plan on staying in Encinitas the last night. I thought I was going to be in Joshua Tree still. But then I was like, after the whole ordeal, I literally just got in my car and started driving. And I was like, I just, I have no idea where I'm going. I was on the phone with my friend. And I was like, she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, literally driving. She's like, where? I'm like, don't know. Like, I just can't think right now. I've spent the last four hours thinking so, so hard that I just need to drive. And I love driving, especially like going into Sunset. It was great. So I was driving. Then I ended up finding a hotel in Encinitas. It worked. But when you're road tripping and you're doing it like that, like, you just got to be, got to be cool, calm, collected, flexible, okay, without knowing where you're going to stay unless you have specific places. I like to road trip and, like, like, I want to go to Omaha again. And I know my sister is eight hours. No, six hours? My sister is, like, six hours from me and she's, like, four hours from Omaha. So I'm like, oh, I'll just go drive to my sister's, spend the night at her house and drive the next four to Omaha. Like... Try to find places to stay for free if you can, if you're road tripping. Otherwise, try the Airbnb thing, hotel thing, book with your points, all that good stuff. Tips for flights have a belt bag, okay? Heard it a million times. I had had like one, I finally got a Lulu bag. Game changer, guys! Having your belt bag, you have your ID, your phone, your boarding pla- pass, all in one place. The things you need. I used to have it like in the side pocket of my jacket or in my book bag, which is fine. Like it, it works okay, but like put all that shit in one place is right on your chest. The only thing is you got to take it off when you get on the flight if you have two other bags because they'll be like, ah, take it off. You can only have two bags. But otherwise, literally, game changer. I also like to pack snacks and sandwiches and have a refillable water bottle because snacks are so fucking expensive in the airport guys sometimes I'm not prepared though and I do have to buy snacks and it is what it is and like also like if I need lunch like I'll buy lunch but I like to like have a PB&J have some beef sticks my chomps beef sticks 10 out of 10 recommend those have a few of those in my bag have like a couple breakfast bar granola bar things yeah just bring snacks chips I don't know uh, i'll usually peel an orange too i don't know why i like snacking on oranges it's like easy or an apple just throw some snacks in your bag it'll save you money also it'll keep you from eating junk um yeah and if you want ice obviously bring a refillable water and we can like fill it up in the water thing but if you want ice water just go to starbucks and get a um sandwich get a coffee whatever And then be like can i get a venti ice water then you have good ice water and you can pour it in your uh water bottle can you tell I've been talking for so long? Because my brain is like going to mush. Um, have TSA pre-check. Finally got TSA pre-check. Uh, everybody's been preaching it. This is the first flight I've been able to do with TSA pre-check. And it was literally a game changer. So much easier. So much fucking easier. You don't have to take off your shoes. You don't have to take off anything. You literally just throw your stuff in a bin. And then I, travel with, I traveled with film this time. And so I was like, hey, can you hand check the film? They don't care. They'll hand check it. That's it. So easy. Now that I have my new Delta Amex card, I can also use the Delta Lounge, which is also going to be a game changer for me because then you don't, you can get free food and drinks. I'm 99% positive. So that will save me a lot of money. With the credit cards, again, you just have to like look at what benefits you're going to get and what will benefit you, like what's eat best for you. That might not be a thing that's important to you and it never was before, but now it's becoming important to me because I'm like, God, I spend so much money when I'm in the airport, like traveling on a long day, like a nine hour travel day. And then I like buy two meals and whatever. I could go to the Delta Lounge and get food. Also make sure you have headphones on your flight, whether it's earphones, headphones, whatever it is, you need a headphones. Um, I have AirPods, so I use those. And then I've also heard great things about the thing called AirFly, which I'm literally about to order tonight. I wish I would have ordered it last time. But you essentially connect your headphones. You plug in the AirFly thing and it's like a Bluetooth thing. And then you connect your headphones to that so that you can listen to whatever you're listening to in the thing does that make sense like you use it as you use it as bluetooth and then it connects to your headphones and then you can use your headphones to listen to what is on like the seat back and then depending on what airline you do end up flying with southwest does not have chargers or screens but they do have a way to watch movies on your devices so you can like use their wi-fi to do that and then delta does have chargers and screens so For me, that's why I've been loving Delta more is when I have longer flights, especially for work. I want to be working on the flight. Like if I have a five hour flight to San Diego, I want to be working for a couple of those hours and not be wasting my entire day. So that's been a huge help is flying Delta. American, I think, also has plugs. That's the main downside with Southwest. They don't have plugs, but they also have other pros. So pros and cons. All right. I feel like that's all the tips I have for when you're flying. Hopefully I didn't miss too many things. But then once you're there, this is the last section we have. And then we'll finally wrap this bad boy up. But once you're there, I really like to try and maintain some sort of routine. And specifically that that is a main goal for me this year with all the travel I have coming up is that I have my really good routines at home and I need to make sure I'm trying to maintain some sort of routine there. So here I'm typically working out every day, I'm eating a good breakfast, I'm drinking my greens, maybe journaling a couple times a week, um a light meditation, stretching. I want to carry as much of that over into travel as I can. Obviously, you're maybe not waking up at the same time every day when you're traveling or you don't you have things scheduled so you can't do exactly the same, but I still like to move my body in some way shape or form. And I was in San Diego, I went to Planet Fitness once. I do wish I would have gone a little bit more, but I made it once. I was at least proud of myself for that. That's a step in the right direction. That's like 1% better than it was before, which if you listen to Shelby Sacco or do anything with it, she always is talking about 1% better. So for me, that was 1% better. I don't ever work out on vacation or traveling. So uh, that was just better for me that I at least went once. Um, And then I was still walking around a lot every day, getting a ton of steps in. I was making sure I had a good breakfast, whether or not I cooked it myself, which I did two of the days. But otherwise, I went and got a good hearty breakfast sandwich, good hearty breakfast burrito. For me, I know I need a good breakfast and something that makes me feel good and very, like, protein-filled to start my day off strong. Um, I also took my greens powder with me. Shout out Memory. If you want to try Memory uh, greens powder, I have a code MORGAN15 for 15% off, just so you know. But the greens powder I took with me so that I could still drink my greens every morning. I think there's only one morning I didn't drink them. Then I had my journal with me. Uh, I don't think I ended up journaling at all. Probably should have, but at least I brought it with me. So, I'm trying to re- maintain some sort of routine. Um still get up at a decent time. And if you're like traveling with people or you have stuff planned, like just maybe wake up 30 minutes earlier so you can get these things done or an hour earlier so you can get a walk in um or if you're traveling with friends and it's like okay we want to go for a walk let's where's the nearest coffee shop let's maybe take a walk to the coffee shop you're by the beach let's walk to the beach afterwards and then walk home like so you can still get maybe a mile or two walk in and have some you time and have like just set your day upright just like you would if you were at home don't let traveling throw everything completely to the wayside especially if you travel a lot like i do if i always let myself just throw all of my routines and all of my habits away when i travel that would mean half the year I'm not doing any of them and that doesn't make me feel good about myself. I feel good about my body and my mental health and stuff. So trying to re- maintain some sort of routine. I like to cook when I travel so it's usually a like priority for me to get a place that has some sort of kitchen. I think as, as long as I have like a stovetop or like an induction stovetop like something that I can like cook an egg, cook some, make some toast in the toaster, do a little something-something for breakfast um, and I just I love to get groceries and cook stuff at home As much as i can this trip a little less because i was on the road so much and i wasn't like in one airbnb the entire week if i was in one airbnb the entire week i definitely would have stayed at home a lot more but um i ended up eating out a lot more than i typically do on this trip but getting groceries just saves you money like i got groceries as soon as i got there and i was able to like carry some things around with me as i traveled um, like I got a bag of, like 90 minute 90 second rice and then I got a styrofoam cooler so I could carry like my goat cheese that I got to make my toast in the morning and I ended up never getting eggs because I forgot but I had like avocado and tomato and I got fruit and so I had fruit for the first few days just like grab some groceries I feel like that always just makes you feel better and then you have something on hand to eat if you're at night you're snacky you got some chips you got fruit you got whatever and then again think about what you want to do once you're there. Are you a person who loves museums? Do you want to go to the aquarium? you want to go to the zoo? I'm thinking of those things because I was just in San Diego, so San Diego Zoo. But do you like to hike? Do you love to just go to coffee shops and just go shopping and walk around and wander downtown? Maybe you like to drive around. Maybe you love like your priority is seeing the sunrise and sunset every day. Maybe it's near a national park and you want to go to the national park every day or you love thrifting. For me, I love to wander. Like I love cute coffee shops. I love... Other cute shops I can wander through. Just being like on the ground and in the new place, experiencing it, that is like my biggest priority when I travel. Like I just like to be out and about. I don't have a plan for what I want to do. I don't like going to museums. I don't like aquariums. I don't like zoos. I don't like anything not seem structured. I like to just wander and exist. Um, And then I also prioritize seeing the sunsets slash sunrises. I saw a lot of sun. I saw the sunrise almost every single day on my trip because. Since I went East Coast time to Pacific time, I ended up waking up at like 545 every morning. So I was waking up for the sunrise, I think like six out of seven mornings or something like that. So that was really nice. Um, But yeah, my main thing is I just love to stay busy when I travel. I don't really like just sitting in a resort. I don't love like a chill vacay. If you do, then please do that. Do whatever kind of travel works for you. I also, when I was in San Diego, you're like by the water. It's a very like coastal, West Coast, Pacific like beach town vibe and I loved it I love that vibe but I really want to go see Joshua Tree I want to be in the desert I wanted to experience that and I got there and don't get me wrong I loved Joshua Tree I think it was amazing I think it was really cool I love the vibes I think it would have been cool like maybe in a month or so when it's a little bit warmer because it's still pretty chilly and I, I was just it was a cool place to experience for a few days and I'm glad I went but I don't feel like fueled in the desert I feel like I know people who like feel so fulfilled by the desert and like that is what makes them happy The people who live in the desert like you love phoenix or you love whatever i don't feel fulfilled there like i don't feel my best self i don't feel like i'm inspired to go the desert feels kind of bland to me the colors don't inspire me like i took self-portraits of myself in the desert and i just like kind of don't love them all like they're good don't get me wrong but they're just kind of like eh. like i don't love the colors I I just like the vibe of being by water like that's why I live near Lake Michigan because I love the beach I love being by the water I like the west coast like I love the beach I love the vibe of being by the beach and it makes me feel so happy and so myself and just so like inspired and fulfilled so figure out what works for you it's gonna take trial and error though like I spent too much time in Joshua Tree I wish I would have spent more time in San Diego trial and error though like still had a cool experience still went on a cool trip it was great But figure out like what fuels you and inspires you on a vacation or on a trip or on travel of some sort and then do that more. Obviously still go experience some different things but like do go to the places that you know are going to inspire you. For me it's being in the mountains too. Like anywhere where I'm like in the mountains like that's why the drive to Joshua Tree was like so fucking cool and I was geeking out the whole time always stopping to take pictures because like there was mountains and they were snow covered and it was super fucking cool. But I just like to get out and see something new and do something new every day and that's how I like to travel. And then I guess my biggest tips for traveling solo, I don't really like, I feel like a lot of stuff I talked about will translate to traveling solo, but I don't have a ton of like specific solo travel tips. It's more so just fake your confidence if you're not confident, number one. I going Doing things by myself makes, makes me anxious sometimes. Specifically, going out to eat it makes me kind of anxious but since last year since my breakup i've been doing it a lot and it's so much more comfortable now like i especially like i'm in a new town who cares nobody knows me like pop a seat at the bar always go sit at the bar don't get a table go sit at the bar chat with whoever's next to you chat with some old dudes in carlsbad talked about how they lived they're from carlsbad we talked about the food and they're like wow that steak salad looks so good i'm going to, have to remember that for next time like talk to the locals like j- chat with the bartender the one in Joshua trees asked me how my day was going blah 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 like just chat with people. It's fine. Um, that's my other tip is just chat with people, talk to people. And if you're not confident, just fake it, literally fake it. Because the more you fake it, it's going to become real. Mine's like 85% real now, usually. Um, but if you're a girl and you're solo traveling, do take extra precautions. I mean, don't take tips from me. This is not something I should be giving tips on because I'm like the least precautionary, cautionary, whatever that word is. I do the least amount of that. I am not very careful and I probably should be, but I am who I am. Um, but take do take extra precautions if you're a female traveling alone or anyone traveling alone. I mean, make sure all your doors are locked. Don't invite Tinder boys to your house. Um, lock your car, lock everything. I do get a little um, paranoid, not paranoid, but like stop me at gas stations. Sometimes I'll like do extra look around make sure I'm like in a good area. But it's like hard when you're traveling to know if you're stopping in a good area. Like if you don't know a lot, you're like, oh, I got to get gas here. And then you pull off and you're like, shit, this is, this is not somewhere I should be. But like, how are you supposed to know? You're not from here. So just be a little extra um, precaution. God, what is it? Be a little extra cautious. That's what I'm trying to say. Be a little extra cautious. And if you like pull over at a gas station and you're like, this doesn't feel right. Listen to your gut. That is my biggest tip is just trust your gut. Your gut knows. The amount of time, like, literally that day when all the shit went wrong in joshua tree you know how many times i went to go pull over in spots where there was no people and there was like some aching feeling i was just like i feel like i shouldn't and i just kept driving like there was no reason that i felt like that it just i felt something in my gut that was just like just just keep going just keep going so i did and then i felt that split second in my gut not to turn the car off and i did anyway and didn't listen and then that was when everything went wrong because i couldn't find the keys but then my gut did tell me that like I went to go lock the car when I left because I had all my stuff in there. I didn't want to have to like carry it all into town with me. But I was like, got it. What if what if I lock it? What if the keys are here? What if I can't get unlocked? Like that just feels really extra dumb. Like I feel like I should just leave it unlocked. And I did. And good thing I did because then when we got back. We could check the car. We could turn. we ended up starting it, found the keys in the car. So trust your gut. If you feel like you're in a bad situation, get out of it. If you're at the bar, you're chatting with someone at the bar he's giving weird vibes. Get out of that situation. Ask someone else for help. Ask the bartender for help. Like definitely be aware of your surroundings, but also don't be so aware that you're like making yourself miserable. That's how I like to travel. That's how I like to live is like I'm aware. I'm aware of what's going on. I'm paying attention, but I'm also not making myself miserable and like so paranoid to the point that like, oh my God, I'm ruining my trip. So trust your gut, take precautions, but like don't don't make yourself miserable and so anxious and give yourself grace like all that shit that went wrong that was not my plan for the day I wanted to have a fun day wandering through the park and recording this podcast and just chilling out doing nothing and I ended up like having a really stressful kind of horrible afternoon but like it happens it literally happens and if you were at home and it happened it would be less of a big deal because you have people around to help you and you're near home you can uber home or do whatever get picked up by a friend But when you're out and about and traveling and across the country, like you don't have anyone around who can help you. I was at the point where I was about to call that Tinder boy and be like, hey, want to come pick me up because I don't know what to do. (laughs) But it's like, give yourself grace in those situations because you're doing fine. Like you're out there. You were being so independent. You're being so cool. You're doing everything by yourself. And that's awesome. So give yourself grace when shit goes wrong because... If it went wrong with other people around, you'd have people to bounce it off of. But if you're alone, like you just have to, you have to deal with it yourself, but you can deal with it. You'll be okay. And then the other thing, just put yourself out there. If you're traveling solo, just talk to those people. figure confidence. Do it. I don't know. That is all I got, guys. That was so much. I hope you took something helpful from that. I hope that that will inspire you to get out there and travel a little bit more, maybe by yourself with other people. Get your travel credit cards going, check out Google flights, literally all of that. I'm gonna have so many things linked in the show notes so that you can check it out yourself. But all in all, my biggest tip is just roll with the punches, okay? Stay calm, it's gonna work out. Do you think that I wanted that shit show in Joshua Tree to happen? No, there wasn't much I could do, so I went with it. Stay calm in the moment, feel those feelings later. Don't tell your therapist I said that. I won't tell mine I said that, but feel them later, okay? If you have any questions at all about traveling if you want to know what i say to airbnbs if you want, literally anything about traveling solo whatever booking stuff please dm me dm me with any questions on that's all pod on morgan gust underscore literally anything on instagram i'm here to do whatever i can to help anyone travel because i think that it needs it is accessible like everyone thinks that traveling cannot be done for cheap and it just can be like i travel so much and it can be if you're just smart about it you think a little bit ahead of time not too much but think a little bit ahead of time plan a little bit and you can travel for cheap or be willing to do things last minute be spontaneous do whatever it is possible and i just want everyone to like be more aware of that that it is so accessible and it doesn't have to be ungodly expensive okay all right, and I just want to thank you guys so much for listening. I know that was a long episode, especially because it was literally split into two weeks because it was so long, but I hope you took a lot from that, and it just means the absolute world to me that you're here and you're listening, and if you liked what you heard, go ahead and subscribe and follow the podcast and turn on those post notifications, and then head over to the li- Instagram and follow along at That's All Pod. I'll be posting any updates over there, which this week's recent update was that the Trucker Hat merch launched, so hopefully you guys snagged some of that. Um, Plus, if you love this and want to hear more episodes, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts because that also enters you in the giveaway. That helps us so much. I love you all so much already, and I cannot wait to chat with you next week. That's all. Bye.